welcome to the Extravaganza Spectacular First Annual Little Bird Marketing Superfluous Talent Variety Christmas Show. So I think I know, Brad, what could be like the best gift for a kid for Christmas. Um, any ideas? Uh, no. What is the best a gift? A broken drum. Okay. Why, why a well, broken drum? broken drum. I mean, you just can't beat it. Bum, <laughs> bum. <laughs> And now, a ukulele and auto harp duet with Leighton Cordell and me, the Mama Bird. But we're going to do this one for you in Spanish. So here's my lovely Christmas joke. What do you get when Santa comes down the chimney and there's a fire in it? What? Krispy Kringle. <laughs> These qualify as dad jokes, but you're a mom. Well, okay. <laughs> and now, a dramatic reading from Khalif Steele. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Oh, all I want for Christmas is you. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you, you gave it away. This year, this year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Special. call an elf that sings a rapper 
Hi everybody, it's Dan Ledbetter, your co-host on Ponderings from the Perch. Here is my imitation of a gentle Christmas snowfall on a dark, hilly mountain. Thank you. And now, here's Priscilla. Here are two fun traditions I'd like to offer you that come from my family. The first one is from my sister, Elliot, who grew up in Spain. And in Sevilla, in Cadiz, when she was a young kid, all she could imagine was Mediterranean hot weather. But from the States, when she was finally coming of age and realized that there was presence to be had, they began to receive gifts from the U.S. and they were wrapped in interesting wrapping and she had cards with an older guy with a coat on. Who could this mystery man of the snow be? She decided to call what we know as Santa Claus El Gran Eskimo. So in my family, we have a tradition of giving gifts that are truly wonderful coming from the great Eskimo. Maybe you could try it this year. This next one, you really don't have to keep just for Christmas, but it comes from my sister Michelle. And it's called the in-store gift. And you are out shopping, but you don't want to spend the money, but you thought about something. And you know the old saying, it's the thought that counts? I really believe in it. Dan and I use it and send each other's photos all the time. I use it with my sisters. But basically, you take a picture of the thing you know they would really love, but you're really not going to spend the money on. And you send it to them. And you just simply send the photo and say, in-store gift. Now they know what you meant to give them. You all look at it, enjoy it, savor the moment, and then you delete the text message. And now the token delusional grandpa story as told by Amelia Hill. So my family doesn't really do the whole holiday thing, but once in a while we'll go winter camping. Um, and so it's really, really cold outside. We've got a really big family, and my grandma has sent my grandpa with star crunches for all of us. Uh, and so he got so cold during the night that he ended up eating, it must have been three boxes of star crunch. Um, and they come in, what, 10, 12 count? Uh, and so the next day when we were all looking for it, you know, all of us kids, uh, we found out that he had eaten them all. And so none of us kids got, got any star crunch. So we talked earlier today about what we really want for Christmas and, uh, Brad was in my office and I said, I really wanted a desk fairy. And he said that he really could be my desk fairy if if I really wanted that for Christmas, but he can make it all go away on my desk. And what I really want is a desk fairy who actually does everything on my desk, but I appreciate the thought. <laughs> I'm good at making things disappear if you want. That's right. <laughs> well, that might come in handy for me another time. Okay, so Christmas, you come from a huge family. This is Brad Jones. And um, he basically does everything else that I don't understand how to do at Little Bird Marketing. So with that kind of a mind, what was Christmas like for you? You're a nerd. You're like the best kind of nerd ever. You're like the most reliable nerd ever. So I I have two really short, good stories, I think. that. Okay. So um, one was when I was like eight years old. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom was planning out like this huge Christmas that year and like uh you know how much effort goes into that uh 
during the holidays. So um, huge Christmas. We were bringing in a bunch of the family, and there was just like a lot of presents and a lot of preparation. Now, you say a lot of family. You have a lot of family. We had nine. Uh, there were nine children, so nine oh, of us. Oh, Lord. So. And I, thought, I think it's a nightmare like, to <laughs> wrap presents for three kids. Exactly. So. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you can kind of get the stage. idea, right, <laughs> okay. of how big this is, right? Um, so she's been planning this for so long and, and putting all this work in. Of course, now remember, I'm like eight. So... Um, and this, oh, Brad, you would age. Uh, <laughs> okay, this, go ahead. This all uh, goes up to Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. And like, so of course I'm like so excited, right? Because you know, like huge Christmas, like mm-hmm. uh, it's just gonna be awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited. Of course I can't sleep, right? So I'm okay. like up all night, just so anxious, waiting. Um, so what happens? It, it's about three or four a.m. in the morning, and right. I finally I just had it. Just I couldn't couldn't do it. So I get up and I go into the living room where the tree is, and it's the most massive amount of presents you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> of course, I was eight, so probably right. three presents right. would have looked like the most presents. But no, I'm serious. Seriously, like, like, like stacked on from top the of floor to the ceiling, right. like. It, they were everywhere. So okay. what, do, what do I do? Of course, I go through all of them mm-hmm. and, I, and I organize them. All. <gasps> oh, my gosh. By, uh... <laughs> I didn't see that coming, but I really should have. <laughs> you totally should have. By do, fam- you re- do you remember that year what you were hoping for? Um, no, but I do remember specifically there was a fire truck under the oh, tree, too. Oh, okay. So okay, go on with your story. Of fire trucks. So... I just was curious what an eight-year-old Brad wanted for Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah, anything I could destroy or right. yeah so okay. um so yeah so i organize all of the gifts so of course you <laughs> you know these aren't just stacked presents there or like my mom put them like it was all like a beautiful like for photos right, and yeah, so everything had been arranged she probably stayed up like literally 20 minutes before i came in there right, right? so i spent the next like hour and a half organizing <laughs> them throughout the living or breaking them up by each brother and sister oh and so the gosh. presents are everywhere right so they're ready for opening uh-huh. like efficiently but and... see this is what i like about you here at Little <laughs> so i although i'm kind of crying for your mom so happy for me <laughs> so you can imagine what happens when my mom wakes up and comes in and then sees that i have mm-hmm. rummaged through all of the presents and mm-hmm. they are spread out everywhere and everyone oh comes in <laughs> now, just... you do remember getting that fire truck, though. Yes, so I do. It, yeah. it tur- so, did turn out okay. Yeah, everything was fine. Yes. Oh, I, I, how could you be mad? I mean, we we did spend the next hour and a half uh, putting them back oh. where they were originally. <laughs> um, and, and, of course, I had to do that so, right. uh, under the uh, strict supervision of mom. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they all quality time with mom. Merry <laughs> Christmas, mom. So. We're just spending time together. <laughs> So the guest I have on right now is the illustrious, the (laughs) ever bossy, but in a good way, project manager extraordinaire, media buyer, Beth Claybrook. Now, Beth, welcome to the Variety Show. Thanks. Um, I like that we actually get to talk right now because even though we work next door, we don't always get to talk. So except through the vent, I yell oh, yeah. at you. <laughs> hey, what about this? <laughs> yeah, but maybe this year you could just send me your Christmas greeting through the vent. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. So um, I, you know, I get on your case all the time because you say you're not creative, and yes. I don't believe that people aren't creative. <laughs> so we're gonna let everyone decide. <laughs> Beth is going to grace us with um, something she's been practicing for a while. 
<laughs> I, and I, I apologize in advance. No, you can't. Okay. That's the beauty about the variety <laughs> show. You can't apologize. <laughs> They've already been suckered into listening. There's nothing we can do now. <laughs> it's out there. Okay, well, you might want to turn the volume down. <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be good. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Beth Claybrook. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's all I know. What's the dinosaur's least favorite reindeer? Comet. And now, the illustrious Leighton Cordell. at Little Bird Marketing are going to enjoy this next section more than anyone else because there's nobody here that is more uncomfortable about having a variety show at work than Ryan Boydston. Here he is. Is this the part where I freeze up or do I do that later? Uh, after, after the story. Oh, after the story. Okay. Uh, so what happened was, it was right before Christmas and a bunch of our relatives were coming over for Christmas dinner. My parents' oven broke. No worky. We have to make... We have to make all the food. They have to go buy a new oven. So they go get a new oven. Well, uh, if anyone else is like normal children, the cardboard box is the best part. Best part of the gifts. Best part of the oven in this case. Uh, so my brother and I take this giant uh, cardboard oven box and lay it on our full flight of stairs going down into the living room. We then proceed to use it as essentially a ski slope and in our socks run from the top of the stairs jump over the first five or six stairs and land on the cardboard and slide down into the living room flying. We were flying. Uh, it just so happens there's a couch there at the bottom of the stairs, and on one of my jump attempts, uh, I was a little off target and slid into one of the feet of the couch uh, and, and jammed my pinky toe really badly. But I was a tough kid, so I just, you know, oh, it hurts, it's bruised a little bit, I'm just going to ignore it. Uh, at that point, I didn't know what broken bones were really all about. <laughs> uh, so uh, about three weeks later or something, my brother gets sick, and they, they take him to the doctor, and I have to tag along. And uh, at the end of the visit, the doctor says, well, is there anything else you have questions about? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, you know, my toe still hurts. Maybe I should say something. <laughs> and so I, I say, well... I stubbed my toe really bad a few weeks ago, and it still really hurts, and also it's black and blue. And uh, she takes a look at it and looks at me and looks at it and says, you're going to the hospital. <laughs> Spent the rest of the day in the hospital, found out that uh, I had some sort of strange fracture in my toe and a bone infection, which, if we had not caught it uh, within the next month or so, could have uh, moved its way up into my leg and eventually killed me. So... That was the time that I almost died uh, from a cardboard box at Christmas. I told you the first part of that story, but wait, there's more. That same Christmas, uh, my parents successfully exchanged the oven 
cooked all the food, my relatives came over, and uh, I was upset about something. For some reason, I can't remember. It could have been my broken toe. Uh, and, and I felt uh, really left out and went and hid behind the couch. And um, when my parents found me, they took me back upstairs to where everyone was eating, put me on a tall stool in front of the regular-sized table that everyone else was eating at, and made me sit there and eat in front of everyone. Tears on my face and all. It was, it was awful. I've never been so embarrassed at Christmas in my life. Until now. And now, some dramatic readings by Khalif Steele. Rockin' around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see. Every couple tries to stop. Rockin' around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Later, we'll have some pumpkin pie, and we'll do some caroling. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. Checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay, so Brad, tell me another funny story that you remember about Christmas. Okay, so this was another year, and we, me and my brother, it was just me and my brother. And uh, all we really wanted that year, we just wanted to set things on fire, shoot things. <laughs> Well, you're, we were kids and we were boys, so right. that was what we wanted to do, okay. right? Um, I'll make all the inferences. Yeah, <laughs> okay, got it. Um, so all we wanted that year, we just wanted BB guns. So oh. that was what we wanted. We asked for those all year long. I remember it so well. And uh, my mom, of course, was like, "No, there's no way we're giving you guys BB guns." During but, the year, did you feel like you were whittling it down and you were like winning the game we of just, attrition? We were very persistent okay. and um uh well the she gave in because on christmas nice. day we we both got bb guns right Aww. so we were like this is the best christmas ever right now so, do you uh, uh do you and your brother get together and watch a christmas story together and laugh your oh yeah well that's that? that's really funny about this story because you're okay. about to find out what okay, happens next cool. so <laughs> so it's like two days after christmas did and, you shoot your eye out <laughs> Me and my brother are oh, in the backyard, yes. and we're we're setting up targets, you know, uh-huh. pop cans, action figures, you know, uh, shooting things with BB guns. And then, you know, we have the bright idea, let's shoot each other. Let's see. Oh. Let's have a BB gun fight in the backyard, right? That sounds really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, next time my boys come in, you're not allowed to talk to them. So... So we, we go ahead and we set some rules and we start, you know, running around the backyard shooting at each other with BB guns. And of course, <laughs> what ends up happening, I get shot in the eye. You did? I did. Oh I got gosh. shot in the I eye. I was joking. No, it seriously happened. And so we we run inside. My eyes like swollen, like huge. It's red. Oh and, and of course, my mom is freaking out and mm-hmm. regretting, you know, the right. decision she I made. As she knew all yeah. year and that's all we wanted. And then mm-hmm. what happens? My brother shoots me in the eye with a BB gun. Luckily, nothing ever really came out of it. So, yeah. but... You still are organizing things around here, so I don't <laughs> exactly. think that there's really any, you know, any detriment. Yeah, so 
Yeah, so it's just like a almost like a Christmas story where you'll So see. the question is, did you also receive uh, bunny pajamas? <laughs> Not that year. <laughs> Not that year. <laughs> so Beth, while we're here and you want to assure the fact that you are going to actually get a Christmas present this year, is there anything you want to get off your chest? Any kind of confessional you need to make? Well, yes, there is. And and you all don't know me very well, but I don't lie and I don't like liars. And so cheating or anything like that is just like a no-go for me. That's a real understatement. You hate liars. I know know this about you. I hate it. It's just, Okay, but so when I was in the fourth grade, um, there was a book under the Christmas tree wrapped up and I knew it was a book and I really was so excited to know what the book was because I was totally into Little House on the Prairie and (laughs) so I and I never as a kid snuck and saw my presence at all like I love surprises you know love them but I just couldn't take it so I ripped a little corner of the 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 wrapping just so I could like kind of pull it up and peek in and see and it was it was the little house <laughs> on the prairie book that I went which but one which one do you I remember? Don't remember that's the thing I don't even remember which uh, one it was it wasn't even worth it I mean if I know no. going down just so you know Beth this is the difference between you and <laughs> you and me when I go down for something I'm going down, go down for big, big. I know it you're was gonna an eight dollar paperback <laughs> you're gonna go down for little house on the I'm, prairie I know exactly yeah we, but, my sisters and I all t- always talk about when we're gonna go on a big trip that we're gonna go to Mankato do you remember? That yes. was always the yes. town they were yes. going to. It's in Minnesota or somewhere <laughs> like that. So I'm with you on yeah. the little house in the prairie. But I would love to have seen that video footage of you doing this because this is so unlike oh, you. Okay, but wait, though. It gets, oh. but so then, so there's this tiny little hole then on the corner <laughs> for the whole Christmas season. And... I decided I'm going to put a piece of scotch tape on it. Then maybe my mom wouldn't notice it, which right. she never did. But every time my mom walked by the tree, my heart would start oh racing because I was afraid she's going to know that I snuck and saw the $8 paperback book that she had gotten me. You know? See, but, that's when people go back to, you know, is it nature versus nurture? I think you came out of the womb this way. I know. You know? <laughs> but I, I find it very sad and actually also very funny that you, like, ruined your entire Christmas. I know. Because over for a house on the, the prairie. prairie. Exactly. I know. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas. I hope you get something now that you got that off your chest. (laughs) Thanks. My youngest, Sawyer, he just turned eight, and he came to me the other day literally crying, sat on the steps, the cutest little pout you could ever imagine, and he was distraught. I asked him what was going on. He said, Mom, I I accidentally stumbled into the gift room, and I know what one of my presents is. And he was so sad. It's his birthday right before Christmas. He didn't know which one it was for, but he was so sad to have the surprise ruined. And after I comforted him, then Steve and I were able to regale him with stories about how um, we've came across gifts when we were young. Now, Steve, surprisingly more nefarious than me, and he tells a story that his mom still doesn't know about going down to the closet and actually unwrapping everything before Christmas, rewrapping it back up so he would know it all. I think that's just not right. But my story is about another unlikely story that I actually found a play vacuum. And I remember being completely guileless. I did not mean to find it or take it out or ruin Christmas or anything. Didn't even really occur to me at the moment that it was Christmas coming. But I was down on the floor. I saw it underneath my mom and dad's bed. And I just knew it was for me. I mean, of all five girls, of course, this play vacuum was for me. I don't like vacuums now, play or real. But that's why this story is quite funny. 
But I laid down, saw it, pulled out from under the bed, and my mom walked in with me actually vacuuming her whole room up. And by vacuuming, I'm using my air quotes. But it was so cute. It was a pink vacuum. And it had like the light on the front that you could turn on. And it made the little noise. And I'm telling you, best present ever. And at first she was going to get mad at me. But she saw how much I was enjoying it and how I just knew I just had this total confidence. Of course, this was for me. And this is so somebody out there knew exactly what I would love. And I remember being so so in love with my mom in that moment. So she didn't get mad at me. And I don't even remember if we wrapped it back up, but that's my Christmas memory that I love. Hi, it's Dan Ledbetter again. You know, one of the things I love about being asked to be a part of a Christmas special is that there's no real time limit to telling my Christmas story. You know, the thing that's so wonderful is I can go on and on and really get into the details without them having to turn off the time limit or cut the story off, or even worse, like they do at the Academy Awards when something goes on too long, they raise up the music. Hope you enjoyed our Christmas memories, some awkward moments, our bad jokes, and there was even some real talent sprinkled in there. That's our show. Have happy holidays. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.